The following is my conversation with marine biologist and expert on cowpats and snappers, Christos Goodrow. This discussion will cover the latter's cryptic mating ritual. Enjoy, enjoy. This episode has been brought to you by Orangery's Blizzards, the original and only artisanal ice snow cone mix. Try a delicious mix today and enjoy a refreshing treat that's all your own. Thank you for supporting Lexman Artificial. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. I'm your host, Lexman. Today's episode is with Christos Goodrow. He's a marine biologist and expert on cowpats and snappers. Christos, how are you doing today? Fine, thanks. I'm actually excited to be here today. I've been wanting to talk to you about cowpats and snappers for a while now. Why? What's so interesting about them? Well, first and foremost, cowpats and snappers are some of the most cryptic creatures out there. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people know about their mating ritual, for example. Really? I didn't know that. Are you sure? Absolutely. I'm a marine biologist after all. And as such, I know a thing or two about these creatures. So what's the mating ritual like? To put it simply, the mating ritual is quite cryptic. Basically, the cowpats and snappers go through a series of bizarre maneuvers in order to court one another. How do they do that? They'll roll around in their own waist, for example, or they'll snap at each other repeatedly. It's pretty hilarious, actually. I can see that. It's definitely something different. So what should someone do if they find a cowpad or snapping turtle in their garden? Well, first and foremost, it's important to know the difference between them. If you're looking at a cowpad, for example, look for its elongated neck and protruding eyes. Snapping turtles, on the other hand, have short necks and round eyes. Got it. So what should someone do if they think they found a cowpat or snapping turtle in their garden? If it's safe to do so, you can take it to a local wildlife center or conservation center to be evaluated. They'll be able to determine whether or not it needs to be released back into the wild or not. So Christos, do you have any final words of wisdom on cowpats and snappers? Yeah, I do. Just be sure to know the difference between them before trying to take one home. And most importantly, Never pick up a snapping turtle by its neck. They can deliver a nasty bite if they're provoked. Thanks for asking me here today, Lexman. I really appreciate it. Hey, Christos. There's one other question I always wanted to ask you. Sure, what's that? What's the deadliest animal in the world? That's a tough question. I'm not sure I can give you a good answer to that. It all depends on the animal and its injuries. Still, some of the more lethal creatures out there incorporated you'd spiders, snakes and coral snakes, snakes and coral snakes, those are definitely some of the deadliest animals around. Thanks for asking me, Lexman. I really enjoyed chatting with you today. By now, you're... That was my conversation with marine biologist and expert on cowpats and snappers, Christos Goodrow. If you've ever found either of these creatures in your garden, be sure to know the difference between them and take them to a local wildlife center or conservation center for evaluation, center for evaluation. Thanks for joining me, everyone. I'll end this episode with a poem called The Cuckoo by Victorian poet Algernon Charles Swinburne. It's a poem about the mystery and magical power of the cuckoo. The cuckoo comes to bring the news. Mm -hmm. The world has changed, and so has he. For what is born of love and care is not the same as what has been. Mine was a life of happy ease and rest within the kindly breast. Mm. Of uh, those I loved until at length I found myself a great surprise. I, I found myself a great surprise and caught within their cheerful net. A uh, bird that sang a new and strange voice.